hey, John, great to see you today, man. Uh, really excited to get together and uh, make something tangible that we've been talking about doing for a while now. I know we uh, kind of serendipitously cross paths on Twitter with this shared interest in putting together a uh, behind the scenes style podcast. Um, so I think the point of this conversation today is to let folks know how things came to be, what the idea is, what the format is, and basically just give them enough material to determine whether or not they want to subscribe to future episodes. So yeah, that's my expectation coming into this. How are you feeling? I think it's a great medium. It's something I've been wanting to explore. And you and I are both big podcast listeners. We listen to Out of Beta and Build Your SaaS and Art of Product and Bootstrap Web. And shout out to all those guys. And I listen to a lot of these. And as I'm on walks around my neighborhood, I feel like I'm, I'm catching up with friends um, and catching and them, them catching me up on what's going on in their life. And But a lot of the time I'm like, I want to be part of these conversations. Like I want to be having these conversations. I'm thinking through this stuff. And I, I like to teach and, and, uh, and share things that I'm learning. And so this is an, an awesome opportunity. I'm really glad that we were able to, to sync up um, and get this thing off the ground. I'm, I'm looking forward to it as a fun, just kind of like passion project uh, as we push things forward and as we work in public to push our new-ish businesses and, and offerings forward. Yeah, yeah, same here. And I'm glad you brought up the point about teaching. Like teaching's a big uh, part of what I want to do. And I think that I always tell my wife, like if I could live seven different lives, I think one of them would be as a teacher, right? Like, but you can only choose one profession really. Yeah. And, and you might be able to do a couple of different jobs over the course of a lifetime, but I'd love to just go one entire life cycle of just being a teacher and helping others develop. But in the absence of being able to do that, I'll lump it into what I'm already working on. Right. And this is one approach to doing that. So maybe right. like it, you probably have a better memory of this because it came from your Twitter account, but I think this all was precipitated yep. by a tweet that you sent out. That was basically like, Hey, I love the type of format that they have with uh, art of product or bootstrapped web or any of those other examples you shared. I'd really love to get involved and do something similar. And I was sitting there watching. I was like, well, I've been wanting to do this for forever and I just <laughs> haven't found the right person. Maybe I'm mischaracterizing how that was phrased, but that's, that's how I remember it. Uh, what was kind of the precipitating event from your perspective? Yeah, it was something like that. It was back in December. I'm kind of like literally scrolling through my Twitter feed right now, trying to find it. But basically like I've become a big believer in like kind of speaking things into existence and putting out in the world, like what you're, you know, what you're wanting to do. And yeah, I think I was, I was listening to, it was probably Brian and Jordan or Peter and Matt uh, on one of my walks. And this is just something I've wanted to do. And so, yeah, I put something out that it was basically just like, I'm saying that like publicly that I want to do this this year. And you replied, and let me see if I can even find it, because I think it was before Christmas. I think it was around like December 16th. And you replied, and then we like moved it to DMs pretty quickly. And it's funny, I was telling my wife this morning that I'm like, it's, it's funny because like James and I have known each other professionally for a while when we've like DM'd and such before, we've emailed and the good is on Credo and all that. Your day job, my main company. And I was like, but I, I feel like I don't really know him that well either. Like I respect him. I know he has his stuff together, but like, so this is going to be a fun, I don't know, thing where like we're actually getting to know each other as well, like on a more like personal level in public, which I think is pretty hilarious. I don't know if it's been done before, but uh, yeah, it was, it was basically something like that where like I, I said it out loud and you replied and we're like, hey, I've been thinking about this too. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we hopped on a call and a month later, here we are kind of like uh, firming some things up. So yeah, I think that's my recollection of how it happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's about right. And uh, if we go back far enough, I think around this time last year, I put out a tweet that's like, I'm going to build a six figure business this year, just keep following this account to follow the journey. And here we are a year yeah. later. And like, that still hasn't happened. Castaway is the name of my project. It's not doing six yeah. figures. But part of the reason I'm here is that accountability angle. And it was like, it's one thing to 
throw out a 240 character tweet into the ethersphere and get like nothing back. It's another yeah. thing to commit to publishing consistently and to have a partner who's going to join you with that mm-hmm. and um, expect you to have talking points and updates on a regular cadence. So I think I haven't covered that yet, yeah. but a big part of this for me is, is accountability <clears> and, <throat> and showing up for myself, right? Showing up for the goals that I have, but also showing up for my clients yeah. and my customers and yeah. being able to share that journey is just part of it. So maybe, yeah. maybe that's a good point to get into our projects, right? The other reason yeah. I think this is so, so compelling and such a good fit is that I've tried to find the right partner to reach out to about doing something like this in the past, but it's always somebody who's way more established than me, right? And I'm like, how can we sure. relate when somebody's too far down the business building spectrum? It just kind of mm-hmm. like we're, we're struggling with different problems, right? Or we have different goals and we're mm-hmm. so far apart that it's almost not relatable. Whereas when I heard a little bit more about where you're at with Editor Ninja. Uh, it felt like we were uh, within arm's reach. I don't know who's in one direction or the other, but we're close enough that it's like, yeah, we'll probably have some of the same problems, but we'll also have unique experiences that we're going through based on the subject matter of our business and what we're trying to accomplish with it. So I think there's enough difference, enough variability to keep it interesting, but also enough commonalities to make it so that like we're kind of talking about the same things just in different ways, right? Yeah, exactly. And just real quick, I found that tweet. I said, December 20th, I definitely don't need more projects in 2022 because I have my main business. I have Editor Ninja. Um, I'm acquiring another product. I'm trying to sell an old one that's no longer part of my like future. But I said, but I'm really feeling the desire to have a podcast with co-hosts. I love listening to Matt Winsing and Peter Soon without a beta and Jordan Gallen, and Brian Castle with Bootstrap Web. I want to hang out like that with someone. And you replied and said, I'd love to do that with you, John, but you're a hundred years ahead of me with Credo, maybe less so with Editor Ninja. And then we just, we just took it to conversation the next day and here we are. So yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. And also my hope is that like in the future, as these projects grow, like one might grow faster than another. And that's, but, but like we can, but we can still talk about interesting and like relevant things as we go that are going to hit different people at different times. And so I think that'll be, that'll be cool as well. And just kind of see the ebbs and flows, right? Cause like I may hit a growth spurt and Castaway's flat. And then like I hit a flat and Castaway takes off. Right. And like, it'll just be fun to kind of like share those and celebrate them uh, with each other, celebrate them publicly and learn from each other as well as we go. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. We've, we've said the names out loud several times now, so we should probably just dive right in and say like, what are these things we're talking about? What is Editor Ninja? What is Castaway? Uh, I'll, I'll default to you. So John, how would you describe Editor Ninja in two to three sentences and maybe talk a little bit about how you landed on that as an idea or something you wanted to pursue? Yeah. So Editor Ninja is unlimited professional copy editing and proofreading. So if uh, listeners, you're familiar with the design pickle model, unlimited graphic design is theirs. They're actually producing the content. We are not producing content. Um, they're actually producing like design assets, but basically the idea is you can upload, you have a, it's a monthly subscription. You upload as, as many documents or whatever, in their case, design uh, briefs as you want in a month. And they, their, uh, their designers, my editors work through your queue every day. And so for us, it basically comes out to about a thousand words edited a day. So about 20,000 words edited in a month. You can upload as many as you want. You can prioritize them, et cetera. Um, within the, the system that we've built out, it's kind of an MVP product at this point, but we do have paying customers. Um, and we're just, we're figuring out the, the processes and what views we need and how the workflows work and that sort of thing. So I started it actually initially like March, April, 2020 because I, I just saw that, that it was a need. It was a need that I had personally with the stuff that I create um, for my various businesses. And then a lot of people were losing their jobs at that point. So I was like, well, I, if I can help people like get work, that's great. And so I announced it, um, got some editors interested. And the reason why I decided to, to double down on it, James, is that I realized in like November, December last year, I started to feel the pull to work on it. Where like Credo is doing well, but I'm about six and a half years into working on that full-time-ish. So. I started to feel the pull 
to work on something new. And I'm always like feeling like the, the entrepreneurial energy to like work on new things. But this had been going and I realized that we had made about $1,000 in revenue over the course of 2021 and I'd put about 10 hours into it. So I was like, okay, what's, what's going on here, right? Like, th like this has interest, uh, people are interested in it. And I realized it's basically like very similar product to how I built out Credo at the beginning. So uh, that's why I decided to double down on it. And as I've kind of studied it more and studied the business model and talked to people, et cetera, like thought about acquisition models. I mean, you and I were literally texting about this this morning. Like I just find myself getting more and more and more um, interested in and excited about it. So that's why I'm putting like very clear energy um, and defined energy into it at this point. Yeah, great uh, story. And and I'll jump into the Castaway stuff because I think that's where yeah. folks will start to see the overlap and why this feels, at least to the two of us, hopefully the market will uh, reinforce that, that it's such a good fit for us to make a show like this. So Castaway. And also is, to listeners, I don't know this. I don't know this background about Castaway, so I'm hearing it for the first time as well. Same as like anyone listening now, they're hearing it just as like James just heard a lot of the backstory of Editor Ninja that he didn't know. So y'all are hearing this in real time. Right. Yeah. And we uh, very intentionally, like even in our coordination calls, we're like, oh, stop right there. Stop right there. I don't want to know because I want the reactions okay. to be natural. So so basically the what, what Castaway is, is it's a done for you podcast promotion and repurposing service. So basically you've already got an existing podcast ideally, and maybe growth is flatlined or you just know there's more opportunity out there. We take every episode and we turn it into dozens of marketing assets like social media posts, recap threads, audiograms or video clips, graphics, newsletter, blog posts, and basically give it a second life. And where this came about was you know, I did some work with our friend Brian Castle over at Audience Ops. I believe he recently mm -hmm. exited from uh, that business, but they had a podcasting arm and I was one of their contract for hire podcast hosts there and saw kind of the, the efficacy of like, hey, you publish a blog post, you get this big spike in traffic when you send it to your newsletter, or what your social media audience or whatever. There's this dramatic dip and then there's this long tail existence. And if you're lucky, Google picks you up for some attractive keyword and you get a couple of bumps or whatever down the road. But ultimately, that's what most of the graphs look like. Big spike, long tail uh, drop off. So what a lot of people are doing right now and uh, astutely observing is that like, hey, just when you hit publish, your job's not done. In fact, it's just getting started. You need to promote the heck out of that piece if you want to get the most mileage out of it and you need to convert it into other formats and stuff like that. And so I started thinking, well, if that's true of written content, then that's got to be true of all types of content, video, audio, all that. And so as, I, as you see podcasting start to take off, I was like, well, what if I just help people solve that dip, as I call it, with podcasting by helping them turn those into other formats and give them a second life that way? I threw out a tweet and I pulled it up here, April 15th, 2021, to give you a sense of how long it's been. Uh, and basically cool. just in 240 characters, uh, described exactly what I delivered, 10 social media posts, two threads, five audiograms and so on. Uh, that tweet got 374 likes, eight quote tweets and 15 retweets. And that's the point where I started to be like, look, as a guy who has 2000 wow. followers, anytime I get hundreds of likes and uh, a <laughs> couple dozen retweets and quotes and, and replies, that's enough signal for me that there's something here, yeah. right? And to your point, this is the first idea I've had that felt like it had some pull to it. Like the market's pulling you or somebody else to create a solution or a resource in this space. And that's where I was like, all right, well, I want to go for this and take it seriously. And now we're sitting here January 27th, 2022, and not much has happened. I mean, there's definitely revenue behind it and everything, but that's why we're here, right? Is to take this more seriously. So basically, to, I guess to right. sum everything up, we got a couple of guys here who have a primary thing for you. It's Credo. For me, it's a day job as the director of marketing at an agency <laughs> called The Good. 
we've got these side projects that feel like they have some market pull to them, some magnetism, and we just want to give them more energy, more attention. And we want to see if we can ride that wave and where it takes us. And they both just happen to be kind of productized service models. So a lot of the incumbent podcasts that we talked about earlier are a couple of SaaS founders talking about what it's like to build a software product. And that's a very specific type of journey that an entrepreneur can go on. A productized service is a different angle there. So I think that's what makes us different and appealing. And if somebody is building that type of business or their early stage or they're building something on the side, you can start to see like the demographics or the audiences that might enjoy the show and get something of value from it. Totally. I completely agree. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to share as we go. And I'm building tech to go with mine as well. We have to have it for processes to make it work. I know you've used a bunch of different tools and such. So it'll be interesting to get into some of that stuff as well, kind of as we go. James, one thing I did want to do before we end is I always love kind of connecting with the people, knowing more about the people that are uh, hosting the podcast. What do you think about taking two to three sentences each? You start just telling us about you personally, right? I mean, I know you're married, yeah. I know you've got kids, but you know, give us a, just a quick intro into James and, and maybe what you enjoy as well. Like what do you do when you're not producing podcasts or uh, being the director of marketing for the good? Yeah, great point. They probably want to get to know us as people too, right? So yeah, I'm in my early 30s in Cleveland, Ohio. I got a wife and two kids where we were fortunate enough to have one of each. So we've got a boy and a girl. Uh, the boy's two, the, the girl is four. And so they're kind of high touch right now. They're just starting to get a little bit more independent, which is part of the reason that Castaway's coming back into the picture. But I have a nine to five uh, remote friendly gig, flexible schedule where I'm the director of marketing at an agency called The Good. And Castaway to me, right now is in a lot of ways a safety net. I've been laid off a couple of times unexpectedly once due to an acquisition where they didn't need my position in the parent organization that bought us and once due to COVID. And so I don't ever want to go from 100 to zero again, right? I want to have some kind of safety net to catch me there. And um, I don't have any plans to leave my job or lose my job anytime soon. But if something unfortunate happens, like I never want to have to start over from scratch because that's a terrible feeling. And so that's the big driver when I'm not working or spending time with the family. I always tell people that business has become my video game. So I've freelanced at different uh, parts of my life. I've had affiliate or niche sites. Castaway is a new endeavor for me. So uh, I, I don't get tied to them. The money are, is points, right? If money comes with it, that's points and, and an indicator that you're doing well. But I like the challenge of solving problems and serving customers. And then even outside of the business world, I like golf and exercise and all the normal things that your uh, middle American white dude would be into. So I'm pretty pretty vanilla in that regard. But how about you, John? What, what's your personal life like? And, and how does Editor Ninja fit into all that? Yeah, personal life is, so I'm uh, mid to late 30s, I guess. I'm 37 as of this recording. Uh, I am married. I've been married for uh, eight years as of two days ago. I know my wife for nine. We live in Denver, Colorado. So we moved here end of 2016 from San Francisco, where we were both working kind of in high tech there. And I got laid off from my last job there, uh, September 2015, and started uh, SEO consulting, freelancing, and that funded Credo. Um, and Credo has been my full-time thing since the end of 2018. I haven't taken on any like retained SEO consulting work since then and don't even consider myself an SEO anymore. So yeah, that's, uh, that's me. And uh, for me, Editor Ninja, is like, it's something that, that I see has traction. It's something that I'm interested in. It's something that I know that I can build. It's something I know that I can build a team around. Um, and I see a very clear path to growing it. And so I'm you know, really excited about that. And if I can get a team to operate it and I can focus on the business side, which I love and the sales and the marketing, then it, it, it's just gonna be fun. And I find that momentum in one area like that, 
gives me momentum in other areas of my life. Like I've already found with working on Editor Ninja and getting the product out there and getting the first customers on, I've got more energy to do that with Credo as well, um, which is building from a much bigger base. And so it just has like very positive knock-on effects. Yeah, it, other than being married, etc., I have a daughter and she is almost three years old. Um, we're planning on the one and done. So not planning to have another one, but you know, that may change. And if it does, I'll probably talk about it here. And, uh, yeah, for me, when I'm not working and I, I, I do try to keep a very like, like work, start work around about eight thirty, nine o'clock and stop about five. I have been putting in some evening time with editor ninja just cause I've got the energy on it. I'm stoked about it, but my hobbies, I mean, I'm a, I'm a white dude living in Denver. I love skiing, mountain biking. Um, used to do a lot of road cycling. I just love being outdoors, camping, that sort of thing. I bought a pickup truck about a year and a half ago. So I'm starting to build that into more of like an overlanding rig. I've always been kind of like a fast cars and big trucks guy is what I've always said. Not like a rear wheel, two wheel drive, Texas sort of truck, but uh, like very capable, like off-road, a little bit of a lift sort of vehicle. So I love doing that sort of stuff and just spending as much time as I can outdoors. So I'm really building my my business and as I like to call it now, my like my business portfolio, my business empire to facilitate the lifestyle that I want to live. So not willing to not have hobbies, not willing to not spend time with my family to work on businesses. So I'm really working out how can I have my cake and eat it too with building uh, sane, profitable companies, right? Well, at the same time, like having a life that I just love, I love to live and it uh, and the businesses facilitate my lifestyle. That's awesome, man. Yeah, a lot of that resonates with me. I, I've designed my life right now where I cut out at three o'clock every day when my kids get home from daycare and I take a nice long break, play with them, do dinner, get them in their bed and bath time routine. Uh, and then I come back at night and work a little bit, but that's by choice, right? So I think this lifestyle design concept is uh, another trait that we share or an aspiration. It sounds like you're already well on your way there, if not completely solved, but you know, growing Editor Ninja and growing Castaway can help us make sure that that never goes away, right? Because I understand I'm also very privileged right. to be able to have a schedule like that and never miss a doctor's appointment or soccer game or whatever we've got going on. So I never want that to go away, right? Because I'm very fortunate to have that. And I think uh, we probably both agree. So maybe to, to bring this initial episode in for a landing, uh, this isn't the typical format we would have. So let's talk a little bit about kind of the vision we have for ongoing episodes. I think this is somewhat flexible because we want to hear back from the audience. A big part of this show, I think, is that we want to have engagement from the folks listening. We want to be a sounding board for you, Q&A episodes, that kind of thing. And so part of that would include like, if this format's not working for you, what would you like to see or what's more helpful? But as a starting point, I think we've talked about uh, meeting a, a two or three times a month and being in the listeners' ears with uh, business updates, life updates, some mastermind kind of stuff. So if I'm struggling with something, I might get your feedback. Or you might point me in the direction of a resource, uh, but also some occasional commentary on like anything that's happening in the marketing space, the tech space, bootstrapping. Um, if there's a big news story there, a big acquisition or something like that, we might just have some editorial commentary around that. But for the most part, it's going to be centered on what's going on in these businesses. It's going to be kind of a live case study, a peek behind the scenes. And uh, hopefully those will naturally orient themselves around specific problems that the audience has. Like, uh, how do I find my first clients, right? How do I set prices based on marketing demand? When somebody tries to negotiate price or scope or something like that, how do you respond to that? How do you find a, a team that you can rely on? But these are all things that we struggle with. And just talking to you today, like I already heard uh, you say, I'm, I'm building technology to support the service arm and people can prioritize tasks and move them around. And I'm like, well, as the marketing guy who basically knows HTML and CSS, uh, but I couldn't write it from a blank page. Like I can read it and make some tweaks and stuff like that. And I can look at Stack Overflow like anybody else, but I'm certainly not writing a piece of software to handle what I need. So I'm out there looking for no code tools or something like that to, to make all those things work. So I'm excited to learn from you about specific things like that. And if listeners are going to try to follow a similar journey, I think that these contextual, these topic-based episodes that we have coming out in the future will be super helpful. Yeah, for sure. And as, as these businesses grow, and I just have this uh, perspective from growing Credo as well, where like 
started as one thing, pivoted to a different model, built out an MVP, brought on a technical partner, built out a product that we overbuilt, pulled it back. Technical, technical partners no longer like really involved in the business. There's just a lot of phases that a business goes through. And so it'll be fun to see kind of what these go through and learn from each other. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a ton of fun. And uh, for all of you out there listening, if this is something you, you know, you want to continue on with, you want to be uh, informed about, very much recommend that you subscribe to working sessions in your favorite podcast app. Follow me at Doherty J up on Twitter and James at James R Sowers, S O W E R S um, on Twitter. And so we'll be posting updates there and you'll get updates pushed, new episodes pushed uh, weekly, bi-weekly, two to three times a month, let's say, right, James, yeah. um, you'll, you'll get them as often as we push them. So thanks everyone, James, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, me too, man. I can't wait to kick that off in a, uh, a real official episode number one and uh, see where it goes from there. It's going to be exciting. Yeah.